I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Time for a fit tip, aerobic versus anaerobic exercise. It's important to understand the difference. And the idea for this fit tip came because I saw a request from a writer, a reporter, about low intensity hit. I've seen this before. There's no such thing. There couldn't be a more perfect definition of an oxymoron than low intensity hit. Low intensity, high intensity interval training. And I've seen this frequently. It's like Tabata. They're connected where you take something that's hard and you make it easier, which is fine if you understand what it is and what it isn't. There's no such thing as low intensity hit. <laughs> like to say it out loud is ridiculous. Ah, so quick fit tip on aerobic versus anaerobic exercise. And these are just two terms, different terms, more scientific for things that I talk about all the time and things that you do all the time. And let me uh, just clarify here, just for this fit tip, I'm mainly talking about cardiovascular exercise. So strength training is a form of anaerobic exercise. And another like confusing thing about this is you're, you're generally using both energy systems at any given time. It's just the contribution of which one, depending on your intensity level, but we don't have to, we don't have to go there. But yes, strength training is, is primarily anaerobic, but for today's fit tip, I'm focusing on cardiovascular exercise, all right? So we're just going to really uh, go through what the two are and what they're not, okay? Aerobic means what? With air, right? And it refers to the body producing energy with oxygen. Simple, right? And this is when a trainer talks about the talk test, right? So you can use you know, heart rate monitors on all this stuff. But as I've talked about so many times, the formulas are way off. And so this is a perfect example of where simplicity is oftentimes way more accurate, right? If you can't speak, you're anaerobic. I'm getting ahead of myself. But aerobic is with oxygen, steady state, right? This typically involves any exercise that's, and again, you know, they like to throw numbers out there, but they generally will say any exercise that lasts longer than two minutes I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's it's continuous, steady state exercise, right? It's what most people do most of the time. And it's performed aerobically with oxygen. It's, you know, gosh, uh, I will throw enough. Like if you're talking a, you know, intensity of one to 10, aerobic is like it should be four, five, three. Like you can go all the way down to one, one, two, five or six, it depends on on your kind of fitness level and what your perceived levels of intensity. It's it's steady state. You can go a really long time. It's a marathon, right? It's a half marathon. It's a half hour. Steady state, okay? Uh, you know, it, it, it occurs in the presence of oxygen, as I said, right? You're utilizing oxygen uh, to produce energy. And 
it's typically activities that require, as I said, endurance, sustained muscle contractions, right? So when we talk about the five components of fitness, I make it six, adding in balance. Uh, they talk about muscular endurance. Generally speaking, that's connected to aerobic exercise. And interestingly, if you want to go a little deeper, uh, they primarily, aerobic exercise primarily relies on what? Type one muscle fibers. Those are your slow twitch muscle fibers. All right. Aerobic exercise is great for what? Your heart, your lungs, your blood vessels. It's going to help those things function better, more efficiently. It's going to help your heart to pump blood and oxygen to your body. It's, it's great for your heart. That's why I always laugh and bring up those fitness influencers who say cardio is a waste of time. Really? Okay. I don't think so. Uh, there's so many health benefits, right? Lower blood pressure, reduced risk of heart disease, reduced risk of diabetes, improved mood, in increased energy level, better sleep, higher self-esteem. So, you know, the physiological and the psychological. And aerobic exercise is walking, it's swimming, it's cycling at low intensities, it's doing, you know, any type of cardiovascular activity a little higher than normal, but not too high, right? You can stay there for a really long time. And that's why it's steady state. It's sub-maximal, sub-maximal intensity. And you're fueling your activity from your breathing, right? This is the low intensity steady state, the LIS workout, right? Done a bunch of podcasts on that. Low intensity steady state, the opposite of HIT, right? Which is why when you ask or, or say what is low intensity HIT, uh, it, it's a unicorn. It doesn't exist, right? Uh, this should be the majority of your exercise, 80%, the 80-20 applies to so many things. Now, obviously, it depends on your goals, right? If you're a sprinter, if you're a weightlifter, different. But when I say, you know, I'm speaking to those of you whose goals are to look better, feel better, live longer, you know, reduce the likelihood of injuries, improve performance on your, you know, recreational activities and, you know, your sports, but marathoners, you know, high level um, athletes are going to go 80-20 as well. You can't do hit every day. I'm getting ahead of myself. If you think you are, you're not doing hit right. I love that. Line. <laughs> if you're doing hit every day, this is my line. If you're doing hit every day, you're not doing it right. And if you try to do hit every day and you do it right, you're not going to do it for very long. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to get hurt. You're going to overtrain. Okay. So yes, even though I'm putting this out to that group of people who look better, feel better, live longer, all that kind of stuff. Uh, when I'm doing my Ironman races and, and competing marathons, ultras, things like that, it's still 80-20. It's still 80-20. Uh, 80% being aerobic, 20% being anaerobic. It's about movement. You know, uh, aerobic exercise is movement and we need to do it all day long, right? And yes, you can do aerobic every day. And aerobic is going to do what? It's going to improve your endurance. It's going to improve, you know, stamina is a weird word, uh, but I think that's interchangeable. It sounds like something my dad would use. 
you know, but stamina is is what people by and large consider endurance. And let me just finish the aerobic section by saying, you know, I just uh, contributed to an article for Bicycling uh, Magazine about doing under the desk pedaling versus setting up, you know, your bike with a workstation. And I have a crazy fit friend who, I'm not going to give the brand name, but one of those kind of, I'm going to call it cheesy, little under the desk pedaling things. But he literally like, you know, uh, screwed it into the floor under his desk at work. And he, I think the number, I don't know that I'm going to get it right. Something like 35,000 revolutions per day. He has some crazy number he hits. Is that worthwhile? Of course you're keeping your blood going. And, and he's like a high level, like ridiculously high level, uh, fitness guy. So my point is that the low intensity stuff is important. It's really important. Okay, anaerobic exercise. Uh, this means without air, and it refers to the body producing energy without oxygen. All right, it's anaerobic respiration. So now we're talking about sprinting and yes, weightlifting, and it prioritizes the other. Well, there's a couple of different types of fibers, uh, depending on your beliefs as well. But these are type two fibers, fast twitch muscle fibers. Let me say this: in researching this quick fit tip, there is a well known. Oh, gosh, it never ends. Uh, website, well-known, medical, blah, blah, blah. And the quote for anaerobic exercise, they said, the main purpose of anaerobic exercise is to build muscle mass. No, it is not. <laughs> that is not the main pers- uh, purpose. And I can't believe they said that. It's one of the goals, but not the cardiovascular goal. For someone like me, the main purpose of anaerobic exercise is many other things. Going faster, Improving VO2 max, I'm getting ahead of myself. It is not the main purpose. It might be someone's main purpose, but it's not the main purpose. That's ridiculous. Uh, because it also does things like increase your speed, your power, your explosiveness. And yes, uh, counterintuitively, it helps with endurance. Because it's going to raise your VO2 max and things like that. But anaerobic exercise is something, is exercise you can only maintain for a short period. It primarily utilizes glycolysis uh, as an energy source. As I said earlier, 20% of your time, you know, one, two, maybe three times a week, depending on how often you're working out your goals and things like that. The rule of thumb I use, as do many others, is every hard workout should be followed by at least one, if not two, aerobic sessions. And this is your interval training. This is your high intensity interval training where you can't speak. And most people go in the gray zone that I talk about all the time. It's not really hard. It's not really easy. It's not really high intensity because you're going either too long or you're doing too many of them. They need to be short and they need to hurt to be high intensity. And if you do intervals that are too long, back when I taught group cycling, people go, oh, he's too easy. His intervals are too short and his rests are too long. You're wrong. That's how you do it. There's other ways to structure it. You can go shorter breaks and things like that. But when you do that, then the workout's much shorter. Most people don't go hard enough in their hard interval workouts. High intensity anaerobic exercise uh, also may... uh, result in what is called EPOC, which is that excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. And that means you're going to burn more calories after the workout's over. 
that's really awesome, right? If you go hard enough to get back to homeostasis, your body is still working when you're done. And so you're burning more calories. How many? Open to debate. Depends on how hard you go and things like that. All right, walking upstairs. I always use this example. You know, you'll have your marathon people, right? People who have great endurance and they'll say, you know, I I ran up three flights of stairs and it just almost killed me. That's anaerobic, okay? That's why we want to do both, okay? And you can't do it every day. Say it one final time. If you're doing hit every day, you're not doing it right. All right, one other thing, by the way, it may decrease your hunger. Different for different people, but there's studies that get into the ghrelin and leptin hormones, hunger and satiety. And for a lot of people, that's why it's all connected. You know, you can do a 20-minute hit workout and you might burn 200 calories if you're lucky, depends. 300, depends. But... You're going to burn more calories when that's still, you know, when it's over and your body's returning to homeostasis and it can decrease your hunger. So you're going to consume less. That's why I say it's all connected. And when you hear like, oh, it's cardio diet, Uh, it's everything done consistently. All right. Uh There was an article that said aerobic versus anaerobic exercise, which which benefits you more? The answer is both. You want to do both, as I said. You want to do a mix of the two. When you have more time, that's your aerobic. When you have less time, perfect time to do your anaerobic workouts. I tend to do two hard workouts per week, anaerobic. For me, they're hills. Done many podcasts on that. And sprints, the perfect two anaerobic workouts that you're getting even different benefits above and beyond raising your heart rate when you do the hills. And I do those both for me on bikes and while running hills and sprints. Okay. So again, the difference between anaerobic and aerobic, one of them is the way your body uses energy to do them. Right. Uh, and that's it. (laughs) Good enough. Do both do a mix, but 80, 20, is a great formula for so much as I said, including your cardio, okay? Go hard, go easy, go home. Stay out of that gray zone. There's benefit to the gray zone, but make your easy day easy and make your hard days hard and you're gonna get some incredible benefits, okay? All right, enough. (laughs) There's your fit tip. Uh, Tom H fit is Instagram as well as Twitter. Reach out questions, comments. You go to teamholland.com or fitnessdisrupted.com. Uh, email me through the site. Uh, please subscribe, follow rate, comment, whatever you can do to support the show. Greatly appreciate it. Especially Apple, uh, reviews, comments, uh, would love to increase those if possible. My newest book is the micro workout plan. Uh, so much more content coming to you. And again, remember there are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that's awesome. I'm going to leave you, as I do, now, with Jack Lane, whom I just so looked up to and could not believe that I got to interview for an hour on my radio show many years ago. I'm going to leave you with his words. Thank you for listening and believe in yourself. I want to tell you how fortunate you are to have someone like Tom just trying to help you to have a better life.